Hello, 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 and welcome to the Trumpet Sounds. My name is Cynthia Mays, and I am just a voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. And today, um, we're going to be talking about trusting God through pain. And we're going to be coming out of 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 12. Now, I know this um, scripture, this study is, is quite long, so I'm probably going to do it in two or three parts. We're going to see how that works out because I don't want to do it all in one. I don't want to try your patience. So, um, we're going to talk about five key points, um, and I'm going to touch on the trial, the purpose, the response, the hope, and the promise. And it may just break up to where we'll talk about the trial and the purpose, and then maybe the response and the hope, and then maybe the end would be the promise. It may be, it may break up in three, um, three points like that. So, We'll see um, how that how that times out. So if you will bow your head with me um, and let us pray. Father God, we come before your awesome presence in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, first asking for forgiveness of all our sins, sin known and unknown and fought known and unknown in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray. Pray that you prepare your people's heart to receive the word on the day in the name of Jesus. I pray you anoint my lips of clay. Give me the decrease that you might increase in my life. None of me and all of you in the name of Jesus. We come against and we bind a word thief on every hand that will come to hinder the reading and the hearing of your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. And 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 12. I'm reading it out of the uh, New Living Translation. And um, it's it, it, it reads in this wise. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Nine, persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. 10. Always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. 11. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus, so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. 12. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. And this is Apostle Paul reading this letter to the Corinthians. Uh, what, what is it to be hard-pressed on every side or to be persecuted on every side? There's two meanings to this word. Pressure. But I'm going to select the one that's most closely related uh, to this text. Pressure is to use persuasion, influence, or intimidation 
to make someone do something. All right. And the other definition is um, it contains physical force exerted or against an object by something in contact with it. So it's either somebody trying to intimidate you, persuade you, or influence you, or even even by physical force trying to make something do what they want it to do. And this is exactly what the Roman government and the Roman soldiers, not even so much the Roman soldiers, but the um, Pharisees and the scribes and the children of Israel um, that didn't want to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is what they were doing um, to the other apostles. And we know they were abusing them, brutalizing them, killing them, all the ones that wanted to continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because, see, they thought that when he died on the cross, that was going to be an end of it. They thought they heard the last of Jesus Christ. And then all of a sudden, they got these disciples, they got these apostles, and they continuing to preach because what they wanted to happen was they wanted the children of Israel to believe that it was over. That, you know, they didn't want them to believe that Jesus rose on the third day. They didn't want them to believe that. So they didn't want the saints to continue to preach that. So they did everything in their power to try to stop them from preaching the gospel. And that's how the enemy works. He works the same way now. He don't want you going around talking about Jesus saved you. He don't want you going around with your sanctified self, being a witness to the blessings that he is doing in your life, going around telling people how God delivered you or your children or how he healed you or bought you out. So he sends a trial your way. There's there's a couple of things. There's trials, and then there's tests. And now God doesn't tempt anybody to sin, but he will, in your trial, he will help you, and he will see how you fare under that trial or under that test. Because didn't he tell the children of Israel that? That he sent them in the wilderness to prove them, to see whether or not they believed in God, that whether or not they were going to trust him. So he does the same thing to the saints of God. So he allows certain trials to come because we know the enemy can't do anything unless the Lord allow it. It was the enemy that came to Job, the enemy that, that sent the trials to Job, but he had to come to the Lord first. And the Lord was the one that said, have you considered my servant Job? So we need to first realize in these trials and tribulations that God is in control of these situations. 
They couldn't even, these trials couldn't even be allowed to come our way unless the Lord allowed them. The enemy can't do anything to us unless the Lord allowed them. So we got to start thinking when we go through these terrible trials, what is it that the Lord want me to learn? But I don't want to go ahead of myself because it's a process to get there in your trial. There's there's a process. That that doesn't come right in the beginning of your trial. <laughs> so, you know, we could be going along in our daily life, you know, praising the Lord and doing what what we normally do as saints of God. And then all of a sudden, bam. Seems like all hell start breaking through in your life. Let's just use the the pandemic, for example. In March 1st, we was going about our daily life like we normally go about our daily life. By March 15th, we was told about a pandemic and that we had to quarantine ourselves. Bam, seemed to happen right overnight. Huh, hey, ah, one day I was out shopping on my own, was happy too. It was the first time I went out in a while without either my children or aide going with me. It was the first time I was out in a while and I was enjoying myself. I had my walker because at that time I was really having trouble with my back. And um, so I really needed my walker if I was going to walk any length of time just so that when I really started hurting, I could sit down. That was the main thing. It was that the pain was so... Uh, fears that I could walk a certain point, but I had to sit down. So that was one of the reasons why I was walking with that walker. So I was out, and it was a nice day, and it took me like 20 minutes to get from the beginning of the Tops parking lot at University all the way to Tops, but I didn't care. I was singing and praising the Lord, and it was all right with me. And I just took my time, and then I enjoyed that day. I remember going home and thanking the Lord for that day. You know, it was a good day. And then the next day, I turned on the news, and I was like, what? Stay quarantined? Some kind of uh, uh, infection? Killing people? What? And so you all know the rest of the story. So, not only... Were we going through that trial, but we were going through our own personal struggles. I was going through my own struggle along with my family, as I'm sure you was going with your own personal struggles along with this pandemic. So it was like, whoo, what is going on here? So you might have begun to feel hard pressed perplexed certainly per- certainly perplexed we were like be- be- bewildered puzzled what in the world you know and uh persecuted struck down so we we knew we know what that felt like and what it feels like as we're yet still some of us going through and Paul and the other apostles, they were being fiercely persecuted against. And they were being persecuted because of their stand in Christ. Uh, 
And because of the fact that they just was going to continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ with holy boldness. But not only in words, but in power and in demonstrations, people were being healed. So he and the other apostles was going through with the government and with the uh, Sanhedrin and the, and the, and the Pharisees and the children of Israel who, who just wanted him to shut up about Jesus. He went through with false brethren, imprisonment, hunger, beatings. So much so that he said in 2 Corinthians, the 8th chapter, he said, 8th chapter, he said, For we do not want you to be ignorant, brother, of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. They were going through so much, they was like, they wanted it just to be over. Sometimes we feel the same way. We want it to just be over. They despaired even of life. Sometimes what we go through is so painful. That it can even hurt when you open your eyes in the morning. When you open your eyes to face another day. I remember that I was like that. I remember feeling disappointed that I woke up. Oh, hey. Oh, oh but God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So, the officials... Thought if they applied enough pressure on Paul and the other apostles, they will give up. If they just keep beating them, keep putting them down, keep putting them in jail, keep not feeding them, that they would just shut up and go away and maybe stop believing in Jesus altogether. How many know that's what the enemy tried to do to us? He figured if he applied just enough pressure to us that we would give up, that we would we would act like uh, we would do what Job's wife tried to get him to do when she tried to get him to just curse God and die in Job 2 and 9. Oh, but Jesus knew these trials and temptations will come. That's why he sent us a comforter in the Holy Spirit who will give us and empower us not to give up. And Jesus is making intercession for us with the Father. And then the Father has given us his word to strengthen us, to guide us along with the grace. And when I used to wake up with that disappointing feel, I'd just get on my knees and start praying. And it got to the point, not only was I praying for strength for day to day, I started praying from strength to hour to hour, minute to minute, second to second. I remember second to second. But guess what? God will give you strength to get to that next second. I had to learn to lean and depend on Jesus because I couldn't lean and depend on myself. And that's what we all have to do. We have to learn how to lean and depend on God even for the next second. Oh, hey, <laughs> and God will give you the strength to get through that next second. Hallelujah. 
And we don't even know all the different things that God is doing behind the scenes. You know, we don't know what Jesus is praying about, but we know he praying and making intercession for us with the Father. And we know that when we're speaking in tongues, we don't know exactly what the Holy Spirit is saying, but we know he's speaking directly to the Father on our behalf. So even though we may not see these things behind the scenes, hallelujah, God is working on our behalf. The enemy would want you to think that God's not coming to your rescue, that he doesn't care about your current circumstances. Because it didn't seem like he was there the first time you called. And he's not answering fast enough. Oh, hey, ha, ha, thank you. But how many know God is right there with us? God is right there with us. And we have to learn how to lean and depend on Jesus. And trust that God is yet still in control, ha saloro ha hiandorosaha. The just shall live by faith. Ah, sataloro ha. Our faith is in Jesus. Hallelujah. Our faith, our, our our faith is in that God is working on our behalf. Hallelujah. Ha. Hey, hey, he said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's in Psalms, the Lord says, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and brought him out of all his trouble. Hallelujah. When we cry out to the Lord, he hears us. Ha, hey, ha, hey, ha. We look to the hills. From which cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So if we serve a God who can make heaven and earth, hallelujah, ha, what circumstances could you possibly be in that he couldn't deliver you from? There is none. There is no circumstances or situation that God can't deliver you from. Ha, sataloroha. That God can't strengthen you through. Ha, saloroha, saha. That God can't give you the power to endure hardness as a good soldier. The thing is, ha, saloroha, is to keep our mind on Jesus. We have to keep our mind elevated. Now I know. Ha, sataloroha. Sometimes these trials seem to take us and come unaware. Hallelujah. Ha, sataloroha. Hallelujah. But the Lord told us in his word that we're going to suffer. He said, all them that live godly will suffer persecution. Didn't he say it? Hallelujah. He also said that if you suffer with me, you're going to reign with me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ha sataloro ha. Hiandoro ha saha. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, ha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He give us his word. That's what, that's why we 
tune in on Sundays and and on all the days that we have service. Ha saloto ha sataha. Ha thank you. Ha thank you. God wants you to know that He's gonna bring you through this trial. He gonna bring us out. Hallelujah. He has not forgotten about us. He is yet still in control. Even though the world may be filled with a bunch of chaos and confusion, God is not confused. Oh, hey! And he is not confused when it comes to taking care of his children. Oh, hey! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. He said in Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. We shall not want for anything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God going to supply all our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, whether it's financial, whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, whether it's mental, God is going to supply all our needs. And when trouble come and we get all shook up, huh? Satanoro, ha. Because sometimes we get shook up for a minute, but that's all right. That's all right. Hallelujah. We just got to remember that word, ha. Satanoro, ha. Hallelujah. The Bible is our compass, it will always bring us back to God. Oh, hey, ha. So when we get shook up, Let's open up that Bible. Let's depend on the word that we done studied and and got down in our heart. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will bring that word up to your remembrance. Oh, hey, ha, hey, ha. And let us not hear anything. Listen, the devil is a liar. Let me say that again. The devil is a liar. One more time. The devil is a liar. He is the father of lies. He's been a liar since the beginning. So now that we know that, let's not believe nothing he says. Anything that's contrary to the word of God comes from the enemy and it is a lie. Cast it down. Cast down every thought and imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ Jesus. That's what Jesus did in the wilderness. Everything the enemy said, Jesus countered it with the word. Counter the enemy's attacks with the word of God. That's your sword of the spirit. Chop his head off with that word. Ha, sata, loro, ha. Hallelujah. When he comes with the, uh, oh, what you going to do? How you going to pay your bills? How you going to pay that, 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 uh, cardinal? That's when you grab your sword of the spirit and you says to the, you said, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Bam! You yield that sword. You slice that devil's head off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every time he come with a negative thought, you yield that sword and you get to cutting that devil with that word. You put your faith on. You believe it. 
The Bible said, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You have to put on the whole armor, having your helmet of salvation on. You know you saved. You secure in the fact that you're saved. Amen. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. That's your salvation. Hallelujah. Having your shield of faith. Hallelujah. And above all, taking a sword of the spirit where you can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. All the negative things he sent your way to try to make you think that God is not on your side or that God is not working on your behalf, that Jesus is not hearing your prayer. That devil is a liar. We have established that. We're not going to believe him. We're going to believe God's word. How come it's so easy for us to believe the negative and so hard for us to believe God's word? i tell you why. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because we got to ask God to strengthen us. We got to ask God to help us and increase our faith. We have to say just like that man said when he came to Jesus with his son. And he asked Jesus to heal his son. He said, Lord, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. So we gotta, sometimes we got to say that. Lord, I believe you, but help thou my unbelief. And he'll do that. Oh, hey. He said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth liberally and upbraideth not. Listen, God not going to be mad at you because you ask for wisdom. Ask for wisdom. Let's ask for wisdom on what to do in these trials and tribulations. Let's stay close to the Father. Stay close to the Father. Hallelujah. Put it in your mind. He's your Father. Get in his lap. That's your Father. Hold on to him. Lord, just help me make it through. Don't get mad at him. Don't think he's not coming. Trust him and depend on him. Ah, Hallelujah. Just like you would if you had a natural father you was going through, you might just want to get in his arms. Get in the arm of God. Get in the ark of safety. Hold on to him. Trust him. Hallelujah. Believe his word. Hallelujah. I don't know what's going on, Lord, but I believe you to bring me out. Your word said you would. Hallelujah. I, I can't, can't take it. And the Lord will, I'm telling you, every time I thought I couldn't make it, the Lord delivered me every time. Just hold on. He will deliver you. He will deliver you. Hallelujah. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. Out of all, everything you go through, the Lord will deliver you. You just got to wait on him. You got to wait on him. He will. And while he's, and while he's, while you waiting for him to deliver you, encourage yourself. Get in those Psalms and encourage yourself. Encourage yourself with the word of God. Ha, sa, ta, ha, sa. He under. Encourage yourself. Turn to them Psalms. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God got encouraging words for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We got to turn to him and get in that word. And I'm telling you, God will bring us out. He'll bring us out every time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your word. Hallelujah. I thank you for your goodness. 
Hallelujah. I thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He'll deliver us in our pain. Hallelujah. This is talking about trusting God in our pain. Trusting God when we're going through. It's easy. It's easy to trust God when everything is going well. Of course we can trust God when everything is going well. You know, we got we got big faith and big courage and and we're like, "Oh yeah, the Lord going to do this and the Lord going to do that." And we study, we study our scriptures and we like, "Mhm, mhm." We hear the preach gospel, we say, "Mhm, mhm." Oh yeah. Hallelujah. We say, "Oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to go through." You know, we amen, amen, pastor when he be preaching, "Amen." But then when the trial comes, we do like the disciples. We take off. We get to running. We start running scared. Everybody start running scared. You know, everybody left. Everybody left but John. Everybody was gone. Peter denied him. And everybody took off. And sometimes we do that. Oh, we, I mean, when everything going good, we shout the house down. And I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about me, too. We shout the house down. You know? But then when the trouble come, that's when, you know what? We got to learn how to do the opposite. When the trouble come, that's when we got to shout the house down. Oh, hey. That's when we have to dig down. Okay. Okay. Just try the Lord. Let's try him. Let's try him. What what did he say he would do? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He said he would bring us out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. Glory be to God. So what we're going to start doing in our, in our suffering, we're going to start First of all, encouraging ourselves. We're gonna we're gonna turn to First Peter five and seven, and we're gonna remember this. And remember, the Bible said, "Casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you." Tell Jesus all about it. Tell Him all about your trouble. He loves you. He hears you, and He will help you. The Lord will help you. Hallelujah. Psalms 55 and 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. He not going to suffer you to be moved. He going to keep you grounded in him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let us remember that God is with us. And if God be for us, he more than the whole world against us. And God is for us. And let's remember the word of God. Let's remember our compass. Because anytime we get all shook up or we feel lost, that word, our compass, will bring us right back to God. And God will show us and teach us how to trust him. In times of pain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ha, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, Lord. Let us pray. Father God, we come before your awesome presence in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, Thank you, Jesus. Mm. The Lord, he hears you. He hears your pain. He knows what you're going through. God has not forgotten about you. Ah, thank you. God just wants you to trust him. Trust him. He's there with you. He said in his word, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even to the ends of the world. God is with you. And he will supply your needs. Oh, hey. David said, I was young and now I'm old. Yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed beg bread. Oh. Hallelujah. God wants you to be confident in him. Confident that he will take care of you. Confident that he will sustain you. God wants you to be strong and a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whatsoever thy goeth. And that's in Joshua 1 and 9. He's with you wherever you go. Don't forget it. Don't forget God is with you. Hallelujah. I want you to be encouraged. Hold fast to the things that you've been taught. And sometimes... We have to encourage ourselves, especially now when we're separated from our brothers and sisters. Try to make sure that you get involved with the word that's going forth on YouTube and on Facebook. Hold fast to your church. Hallelujah. Hold fast, first of all, to God. Hallelujah. Then hold fast to that word, which will always bring you back to God. Hold fast to your faith. Don't believe nothing the enemy is saying. Know that God loves you. Hallelujah. And he is the God of all comfort. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He shall direct it. Trust that. Amen. I want you to pray my strength in the Lord and we're going to let's let's say it, let's pray right now. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, hey.
Father God, we come to you in the awesome name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Asking for forgiveness of all our sins. Hallelujah. Asking, Lord God, that you would strengthen us in times of pain. Give us the power we need to continue to trust you. Even when our situation looks dire, help us to remember your word. Give us to prepare ourselves through your word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Give us to be mature in the fact knowing that we are going to suffer. Hallelujah. But that you're going to deliver us out of it all. Thank you, Jesus. Give us the power to watch as well as pray. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray, Lord, with each passing, each test, with each passing test or trial, we will become stronger and stronger in our faith and more confident in you, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because we're going to go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And I want to say to anyone that was listening to this word, hallelujah, that have decided that they want to give their heart to the Lord, I want you to repeat after me, hallelujah, because this is this is the greatest decision that you're ever going to make in your life, hallelujah. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and live in me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe in your son Jesus. And that you rose him from the dead on the third day. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. And you said if I believe that. Hallelujah. That you would save me. Thank you, Lord God. You said with the mouth confession is made to righteousness. With the heart confession is made to righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made to salvation. So I thank you, Lord God. And just like that, you are saved. You are saved, my brother. You are saved, my sister. Welcome to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. All heaven's in the uproar right now because the Bible says in Luke that the angels rejoice in the presence of God over one sinner who repents. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now I want now you have to find you a Bible believing church. Of course, you can go to any church of your choosing, but I wanted to invite you to my church because I'll tell you I've been truly blessed since I've been there. Um, it's called Elam Christian Fellowship. We can be found on YouTube and Facebook at 8:30 on Sundays. We also can be found on Tuesdays and Fridays at 12 o'clock. And there's also, um, oh, I just want to say, um, just tune in. You will be blessed. I know you will. Also wants you 
to tune in again with me on the trumpet sound. I hope that you could meet me again um, next week. Just look for updates. I will post when I'll be coming on. All right, God bless you. I love you and God loves you more. And look for part two of this message. Like I said, I will be, um, it'll be three consecutive lessons on how to trust God through pain. I pray you was blessed today. Have a great day. Bye now.